0: Alright, let's get to it, let's get to it, welcome to the show, welcome to the show I am your host, the Afro Boy Prince of Unity, so I am the Afro Boy Prince of Unity Um, on TikTok, you know, for sure, people just call me Afro Boy Um, on Instagram, also Afro Boy, underscore Price of Unity Um, but the blog, though, as far as on Facebook Um it's the lost African podcast and YouTube is the lost African podcast Is where well, Like you can actually find the show. And of course, you know, on Apple, Spotify, lost African podcasts, like, cause that's what we here for. This is the podcast. You feel me? Um, but we talk about financial literacy controversy and the biggest component to combating the, the social issues we have is Afro culture. So we dive deep into, um, our connections as African descended people, as the melanated people of this earth, as black people. I always try to say all three of those um, most commonly used terms to describe us, um, because to me, those are exchangeable terms. I don't see these as, as separate terms, as separate people. I, I don't view it that way. I view my people in one way as my people. That's it, it's cut blank, period. And. um but I do like to respect that they have individualities like this is how they like to address themselves. That's fine. You call yourself, um, Hebrew Israelite. You, you, my brother, I don't, I don't do all that. I'm not going to let labels get in between me and my family. It's, that's just, that's not how it, this works with me. Uh, but one of the other biggest things that I try to combat is try to give you some information and, um, a different limelight and how, you individually view money as if you were an entrepreneur, and how collectively we should view money as a people, uh, you know, playing group economics, but the black way, group economics, but the black way, you know. Um, so this is, you know, the Afroeconomic segment. Um, there there's been talks of a fourth stimulus that is still very much up in the air. And if I'm gonna be frank. Hopefully YouTube doesn't take down um, the video. Please like and share. Uh, Like and share. Whether you're listening to me from the podcast or on YouTube. Um, But there's been talks before, and I feel like they're waiting um, to see what's going to go on with the uh, advancement, or how how should I put this, Um, new developments. And where the pandemic is right now versus where it was um you know cuz the world seemed like they were slowly getting a handle on the pandemic and then um we we have a a new uh source that developed from the pandemic a new a new uh thing that we have to combat so you have that so I feel like that's what they're waiting on because you do have things like um lockdowns that are happening all over the world once news of new cases and new developments came out uh what what ended up being in the headlines a lot which what i personally didn't like being an african-descended person was you know that they're they're locking down or, or the borders or, or travel travel bans towards just africa right you know i i felt that that was kind of disrespectful like you know they're, they're being uh, very humanitarian and sharing information like, yo, this is what we discovered because we continue to do research uh, to, to stop uh, the spread of the pandemic and to progress past it so we can get back to normal. But as soon as we start sharing information um, as African-descended people, as African people, uh, y'all go and shut the borders down. Like, like it's our fault like, like, we did this. you know I just didn't feel like that was cool. Um, but that is, but the potential of like how the world handled it previously uh, may get a rewind, basically. So you know we may see lockdowns in every country. They, you know, uh, they go back into separate phases because the first lockdown came in phases about what you can and can't do from 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 clubs to stores uh, to to small businesses. Small businesses were really really affected uh, and so forth. So. Um, you know, there's possibilities of that and even a mass mandate. Um, I don't know how the mask mandate works in other countries, but I do understand how it works um, when it comes to the country that I, I live in, the country I was born in, which is North America. I like to be Pacific when I say America because there's, there's technicalities to that. There, there, America is a big plot of land. So, uh, when it comes to that, uh, I, I am from North America, uh, USA, but, uh, let's get into it. Um, so, you know, stimulus details, like I said, there, there's talks about that They're They're still trying to add up things, um, when it comes to government spending, how that works. Uh, there was a, uh, Averted tragedy for for a lot of, I want to say, federal workers or people who rely on the government to, you know, to get by, pay the bills, pay their rent, support their families. And they did avert a government shutdown, which was extended up until February. That means, you know, later in the new year. Um, again, you know, you'll hear other podcasters, other influencers say this. They're, they're really just rolling the ball down the bucket. Or rolling the ball down the hill or kicking the bucket down the hill. Because uh, February is not that far away. February is like in weeks, like literally in, in weeks. So we're in the middle of December now. So uh, it's not that far away. So please try to prepare if you haven't already been preparing in some aspect. Because oh, I have mentioned this before when I said, you know, the world outside of the pandemic is moving into a new limelight. And that is very true when I say that. It's moving into a new limelight in regards to um, just the way jobs are running. Requirements for jobs. uh, Incentives for jobs. What jobs do need a physical person to be there and what jobs don't. Um, The estimated date for the bill to pass was actually yesterday. But, you know. Like I said before, uh, there's going to be constant talks and talks and talks and talks. Um, but I give you I give you all this information once I'm going to get through it. I give you all this information to say that I want you to look at. And, and for those who don't stay in the U.S., please just use this as an example. So all my brothers and sisters of the diaspora who are from other countries, uh, shout out to, I don't want to say shout out, but support goes out to. Uh, Haiti, Cuba, any anyone who's gone through uh, disasters outside of just you know um, governmental issues, whether it be natural disasters, trying to get your birthplace, your home place, at this moment um, back together, uh, just pay attention to how your your systems are ran in the country you live in, what seems to be working and what is not working. And I say that to say, well, what is working, we utilize that as a people. We utilize that as a diaspora. We utilize that um, in, in the game of success, in the game of propelling our people uh, to a better spot. You know, that's why our group economics is so important. But, um,. You know, they had questions about like how are they going to pay this in regards to taxes, and it made me. It had me ask a couple for myself, like, you know, well, does does taxes really support, you know, your society in in a better manner? You know, when it comes to like you'll still you're, you're like in North America, uh, you're still hearing instances and seeing instant instances or instances about um, you know, police brutality, police injustice. All these things um, that your tax dollars are supposed to be going towards, like there's still roads in, in Chicago where I'm from um, to where I feel like the tax dollars never go. And they, they're supposed to be an infrastructure bill, but you know, again, talks, talks, which is why I say, you know, if, if you want to get a lot of things done, I feel that, that we should start um, putting our money together, putting our money in the pot, supporting businesses that um, in return from supporting their businesses, gained some form of contractual agreement to where we say, well, we supported all these black businesses, right? And you've gained uh, this amount of wealth and success off of the black dollar. What we would like to see in return for our support uh, outside of just the love you give us is uh, some type of uh, charitable donation to actually fixing our neighborhood roads finding and you can and again you could still spend black dollars in black communities by getting black contract black contractors um to work on the roads go into the the city of Oregon, because I know there's a there's a long line of of creating you know this this so-called black system um, versus the system that we have but we have to be uh more politically educated, and financially educated to, to move through the system. So that means going towards your, your mayor and your alderman that was also put in place due the power of our black vote, uh, you know, saying, hey, this is what we want to happen because we put you in office through our black vote because uh, our black vote matters, you know, just to use that slogan. Our black vote matters. This is what we want in exchange of the black vote. We want these black contractors to work in our uh black community black village that is majority majority lived in or majority occupied i should say majority occupied or the majority of the residents are black so we would like as as you know the stakeholders if you're going to talk about this from corporation as the majority stakeholders we want this to be this way you know um. But they, they, the tax breaks for the wealthy, of course, you know that that's still in talks. You know, people are saying that that may not fall through. And there's this thing called salt tax. Um, and now, so, so again, there there are small loopholes, which is why business etiquette uh, has to be strong. Business etiquette and, and uh, political education has to be stronger in our community in the diaspora. When it comes to, to languages and stuff because you know they have a salt tax uh but they have state and local tax deductions that a lot of corporations dig into um and one of the things you know because in in the build back better program which is what the fourth stimulus package uh would end up be building around um they have the whole you know go green or clean energy climate change a segment of the bill along with everything else right um so you you have to i know it'll seem like a lot to like go through the 40 to 100 pages worth of uh each segment of whatever the build is covering from infrastructure to go green to whatever else is going to cover but it is very important to understand at least The primary outlines along with some subsections of what the bill will do um, and what it says to understand, is this truly positive for us or is these just um, blurred lines to get what um, the powers that be want and the people get nothing. Um, An example of that that has been spoken about is a clean energy rebate program. So, you know, again, it's about the go green climate change thing, and it's about, you know, like going green in your household, going green in the car, new innovations in that way, you know, the whole green home thing, Uh, but it has to be funded. Remember, all projects, no matter what it is, you know, supportive towards the greater good need funding, and in order to get funding, who has to spend money? In whatever government you're uh, you're a part of, who has to spend money? The people who have to spend money are, like I just said, the people. So you know, um, in order to be eligible, you know, for these whole uh, clean energy rebate programs. You know, you have to purchase these green energy appliances. Uh, if, you, if you're if you buying a go green car, an electric car, you have to purchase the appliance to charge a car in the house. That's going to cost some money. Um, you know, go green water, you know, whatever, go green new solar electricity. All these things cost money. And they may upcharge on the appliances because they're going to tell you what the material that you need costs so much uh and to you know export and in, import funds and all these things all these words that they're gonna throw at you about well this 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 and this right and to explain to why uh they they're charging you so much on top this is why this is one of the things that we we have to um understand and then you know like well what what is a rebate you know what does this actually cost to install? These are the questions that we have to ask. Um, one of the other things that I thought was was really that this was probably the most eye-opening thing when I started to dive into uh the Afroeconomics segment. Uh, because when you dive into economics, you still have to you you have to be aware of its twin, and its twin is politics. So you, in my eyes, this is just my opinion, full disclaimer. And then you hear me say is based on my opinions. So you cannot be like I'm financially literate and then you don't do any research on the politics side of where this money is going to go. Because there are rules and regulations to everything that is not just applied to the streets. There are rules and regulations to everything. So you have to have some form of political um literacy along with economic literacy to understand how to move this money, how to make this money work for you. but outside of that, there's been speculations of, you know, uh, disagreements with other countries in the world. some would some say along the northeastern world like Russia, this is all speculations of european world, right? supposedly there is um discrepancies upon. Um, placement of military, you know, people, people are starting to feel like you're encroaching on my backyard and it's, there's so many things, right? I, and when I heard about this, I was like, wow, this is what we're really doing because I'm going to be honest with you. Um, uh, the previous administration, uh, the celebrity that was known as Trump the celebrity that was known as Trump, um. I thought that if if there was going to be uh, a world disagreement that may cause uh you know military action or war for short, it would have been under that administration, not the Biden one. I would have I would have bet money on that one. so I was surprised when I started to hit it all oh, you know certain countries having issues with Russia and I'm like, whoa, where did this come from? How did this happen? but okay, hey, Pray for the soldiers that I, that are on active duty. I'm gonna pray for the soldiers that are um, that are uh, on reserve. And I have some friends, old friends who who are like Marines and in the Army and whatnot. Old friends and new friends. But again, so and how does this? So there are two. You see. political knowledge and economic knowledge so how does this um i want to say how does this worldly issue in in regards of like talks of war affect us on two fronts how does this affect us on you know we're going to be focused on this and not internal social issues and how does this affect us economically? Because there's going to be that push of saying, well, we need this now. Now the money that was supposed to go towards better education, that whole broadband network, to give you an example, and this, again, this is all my speculation, in my opinion. They may say, well, we need to pull money that was supposed to be for this program, that program that possibly was supposed to better society right now in the next five years and we need to push that towards the military now because of this issue and it may just be gaslighting that's another broad term that a lot of people use it may just be gaslighting. it literally may just be gaslighting for you to forget about um police injustice internal social issues outside of the economical issues or make you forget about that there's still a wealth gap and that the wealth gap probably has not been um even looked at to assess on on like are we even moving any inches towards this equal economic humanitarian um, financial stability for each country, every country in the world? Are we breaking down and, and you know, really getting what, what we call the wealth gap? Are we really getting rid of that? So that there are things like that Um, and it was funny that the richest man in the world, I believe he's the richest man in the world, not just the richest man in my country, Elon Musk starts a speech on the stimulus and politics. You know, this is paraphrasing. Uh, he believes that America has too much debt and can't afford to spend any more money or print any more money. Um... That's a 50-50 for me. You can agree to disagree with that. Um, because there's the reality of what you're saying. And there's there's the logical and there and there's the reality. So the logical is from more of a mathematic and all different alternatives that could possibly solve this, you know, roundabout issue on an economical standpoint. But there's also the reality. And this is coming from a man who is rich, who does not have um, economical struggles like the average person, say me or you, who may live paycheck to paycheck, or even if you're so-called well-off, you are not a millionaire. So for us who are, are not millionaires, billionaires, and so forth, You and me live in different realities. So for you to say this, yes, it's nothing for you to say this because you literally have money that is long enough to last you. I want to say 10 years or more along with anything, probably anything longer than that. So again, if I live in two different realities, it's like for you to say that, bro. I'm not saying his opinion doesn't matter because I'm not one of those people that will be like, oh, well, you know, shut up, you're rich. No. You have to be able to take the opinions of anyone and many in order for you to truly assess what are our problems. There's a reason that he's saying that. And what I could conclude from that is that there may be other alternatives besides spending more money that we don't have. There may be other solutions, maybe, but again, he does not live in the reality of the of the. The average Joe, because again, his net worth is two hundred, and I googled this. This is via Google. His supposed net worth is two hundred and ninety-seven billion, right? Billion. He's a billionaire, and he's half. He's a quarter of a trillionaire. Um, the U.S. estimated debt at the time of this recording, at the time of the show's airing, whether it's live or posted on my podcast, um, the U.S. debt is twenty-nine trillion dollars. So he's only a billionaire. He's not a trillionaire. He's a billionaire. In the U.S., that is $29 trillion, right? Now, supposedly, the stimulus plan's only... Now, he says this. Supposedly, the stimulus plan only helps one group of businesses. And when he says that, that's big corporations or corporations that does not include him. Um, you have incentives like a 12 thousand five hundred tax credit when you buy an electric vehicle made in the u.s this is what he's saying when he says well there are incentives towards other businesses and only specific type of businesses that do may or may not include him or anyone else because there is a incentive like a tax credit twelve thousand dollar tax credit when you buy an electric video electric uh electric vehicle made in the US. An example would be uh I believe it either it's either Ford or GM. Cause they had um they had commercials made about I believe like a Honda or Hummer, Electric Hummer doing the Super Bowl maybe like last year. So you know there's there's that. Um you can check the US debt that clock. So it's estimated and this is another thing he said based on the numbers, right? Based on um debt to income ratio on a, on a U.S. scale. So via debt to income ratio, you know, you take a, a $3 trillion loss every year, every transaction. Cause I don't know how fast that, you know, $3 trillion goes. I don't know if it's on a daily basis or a monthly basis, quarterly basis or yearly basis. Um, Pros and cons out of everything that you're hearing me pretty much speak on an economical standpoint, um, spending more money, spending more money causes inflation. So my $10 is still if for I'll give you a small example. My $10 today is still $10 tomorrow. But what I could have bought with my $10 today on the on the cost of the goods, whether it's meat, milk, tools, on the cost of the good or service the what they charge for the good or service will be more. So let's say I could have got milk, I could have got some hot dogs, I could have got some eggs, and I could have got some vegetables for $10. Tomorrow, because of inflation, I'm only able to get milk and vegetables with my $10. So that's that's the the pro and con of, of everything. You know, full circle. Um, you know, again, when we originally talk about, you know, uh, they're they're making decisions about, oh, well, are we going to spend this money? Are we not going to spend this money? All this bickering back and forth. Uh, and you have to realize that these are permanent seats. They do not get fired unless you vote them out, so they don't leave and they make six figure salaries. Look up what a six figure salary is. Most of the people in your government make a six figure salary or more, right? So, you know, I just want you to think about that and what are they doing for you. So, if you have not realized by the the, the tone in my my conversation, outside of you know talking about, um. Uh, You know, lockdowns and, and so forth and spending all this money because they're about to wrap the show up. I am an independent. Shout out to our sponsors, by the way, because I haven't got a chance to, to shout them out. So Anchor is our sponsors, and we have some partners. So one of our partners is Box T Wines. You can use the code um, AfroBoy20 at Box T wines to get you uh different variations. They have boxes one through six. Uh, they have a sweet box. They have all, all these, you know, beautiful things. Um, and then you have Taylor Brands to help you with logos and starting your business. You can also use the code AfroBoy20 there for Taylorbrands.com. But yeah, to make the long story short, um, I'm independent. So when it comes to that. Uh, I am neither here nor there. I don't do the whole this side of aisle, that side of aisle thing. No, it's neither here nor that. I am for the betterment of my people, and I want us to vote as a block, move as uh, a collective unit. That does not have to be a monolith. You don't have to think exactly like me to get the ball rolling whatever capacity that is. But we do, we should have a mutual understanding of that we both need this ball to move in order to get it across the field and in the goal. I'm going to repeat that one more time. Then we're going to wrap this up. We do not have to think as a monolith, but we both understand that we need the ball to move across the field to get in the goal. So there has to be one left foot, one right foot to get it going. I don't care if we start off on the left side of the field. I don't care if we start off on the right side of the field. I don't care if we start off on the middle, the corner, left corner, right corner, whatever, whatever you want to call this. As long as we start, that's it long as we start, but, um, I am your host, uh, the Afro boy, Prince of Unity, and make sure you click, subscribe, follow me on my blog, lost African podcast, follow me on YouTube, lost African podcast, click, subscribe, share button, follow me on Instagram, follow me on TikTok at the Afro boy underscore Prince of Unity, you yo, you yo, yo, get funny clips there, um serious clips there so far but if you want to listen to like more detailed show amen listen to the podcast share the podcast Uh, give us a rating give us a rating i appreciate everybody that listens to us around across the world every um country that we cross over to that means i'm reaching my people and i love you for it and i thank you guys so much and i will holler at y'all later